Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the and here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Yes, sir. How has your week been going, man? I'm so tired. <laughs> So so tired. This Did you start the new, new job? Jo- this new job is gonna kick my butt. Um, no, last week I uh, I did all of my training last week. Mm-hmm. So then now I am gonna be having my first day tomorrow. Ooh, yeah, very nice. So yeah, like, did you so have to like ride around with somebody and like? Uh, no, it was a lot of sitting in a classroom on, on a tablet watching little videos and asking and answering questions that sounds like just a ton of fun it was uh it was three days uh eight hours each oof yeah it was rough but i got through it uh the bad part was is my first so it was only supposed to be three days but it ended up being four because i got cocky on my first day what what happened (laughs) so we were allowed to take notes and I was like, I don't need notes. Screw that. Nope. I watched everything. And then um, I was supposed to mention that if I failed the final test once, that I was supposed to let them know so that they could help. And I never did. And I got locked out. And they're like, well, you can't finish training now. <sighs> and then <laughs> so I was like, oh, great. Okay. So then they're like, we're going to give you another shot. I was like, oh, okay, that's awesome. So I was able to. I busted out the three days and passed everything with flying colors, and I'm good to go. Travis. I know. I shouldn't have gotten cocky. (sighs) That's what I get. And this might be a shocker, but I didn't watch anything of significance this weekend. What? Right, I know. So you have to, you have a heart, a high bar to set. Okay, well, I did watch some stuff, not new stuff. Okay, it was it was all old stuff, and it okay. was all yesterday. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, the the first thing that I watched was Muppets Haunted Mansion. Fantastic, love it. Which still great, uh, but yeah, I was I was basically the only one that was I was the only one here, so I was the only one handing out candy. Okay. We had like 50 kids. Oh, nice. Which usually we have like 25, 30. Except there was like hmm. two groups of like 12, 15 each. <laughs> and it was just like kid after kid after kid after whoa, candy, candy, candy. It was candy, candy, candy on Monday, Monday, Monday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot. And, uh, so I, I wanted something on that I could, you know, leave running in the background mm-hmm. while I went and, you know, gave out candy. Sure. Uh, so I did that. And then after that, because it's kind of a shorter movie, mm-hmm. uh, right. what I what I ended up watching was. Uh, Boys and girls Yeah, had a little bit of a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas going. Very nice. Love it for you. 
It was it was pretty pretty great. Pretty great. I'm sure. I bet it was. I love that movie. It is it is amazing. And uh, even though it says it's Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. like we've discussed before, it was directed by Henry Selleck, so... <laughs> yeah, Tim Burton just had his... Uh, he had his expertise. Yeah, he had his it. mitts in it. Just yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, the movies that I ended up watching over the weekend. I thought, slash- I thought for sure you were going to watch Hocus Pocus, too, at least. Well, see that like that's the thing though is, I've never seen Hocus Pocus two yet, so sure. I can't really have it on in the background and be giving out candy because I would be want wanting to watch the, the movie rather than hand out candy. Okay, all right, that's fair. Well, you have to watch it soon so that I want to hear your opinion on it. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. gonna try, but we got we got some good stuff this week. We do, definitely. That we'll talk about in just a little bit here. Uh, but let's go ahead and hop into some uh, movie news. All right, Cannonball. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Too much enthusiasm? <laughs> Travis, you're at about an eleven. I need you down at about a two. <laughs> All, right. All right, my bad, my bad. <laughs> All right. So our first movie news. Hopping into that, like mm-hmm. we said, we would. Cannonball. <laughs> it's actually uh apparently the there's there's a li- or a um full length feature anime called Your Name. I don't know if you've ever watched it. I've heard of it, I've never seen it. It is fantastic. That's what I hear. Uh but they are making a live action adaptation of it. Ooh. And apparently okay. Carlos Lopez Estrada is going to be directing it. Okay. If you don't know that name, uh, they directed Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So uh, definitely have some some animation chops. We'll have to see how they do with uh, live action. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to double check one thing here. Okay. So it looks like uh, Carlos has directed a lot of music videos. Sweet. Uh, directed Blind Spotting, uh, which came out in 2018. Okay. With David Diggs and Raphael Castle. Oh, okay. Uh, and then, like I said, lots of music videos. An episode of Legion from 2019. Ryan the Last Dragon co directed that apparently with a couple other people. And then okay. now, Your Name. Okay, so you've seen Your Name then as the animated yes. version? Yes. Uh, do you think it'll translate well to live action? Uh, it could. It could. It's got possibilities. It, it does have the possibility. Okay. Uh, that being said, I mean, okay. So a lot of times, a lot of times with like anime and everything like that, right? There will be some kind of fantastical portion of it, I guess. Sure. And a lot of times it'll be visually fantastical mm-hmm. like like almost kind of unhuman like kind of thing is what i'm is what i'm trying to get at okay. uh with your name that is more of a concept rather than being shown and that's all i'm okay. gonna say about it okay so right. that that i feel uh leads itself to 
or lends itself to being a, a live action adaptation a lot better than uh, other other movies. <clears throat> Dragon, <laughs> Ball. <Ghibli>. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Ball. Dragon <laughs> Ball. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Well, I'm so <laughs> you're saying that. I... <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, so what you're saying is that I should watch the anime uh, movie first before I watch the live action. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. uh, That's all I, mean, I need to know. <laughs> I guess I would personally. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. All right. I'll take it. Fantastic. Uh, but that leads us to our next, uh, next little bit of movie news. Okay. And that is about Shazam Fury of the Gods. Excuse you. Uh, Shazam. What's going on with uh, Shazam Fear of the Gods? It has officially wrapped production. Woot. So, so David F. Sandberg, the director, uh, uh-huh. basically shared a, a picture on Instagram, kind of showing mm-hmm. off a, like, one, like, they're in, like, the editing bay kind of thing to get the movie fully edited, and... There's a picture of Shazam with a lightning bolt behind him, and he's holding the staff that gave him his powers. Mm-hmm. And the caption says, finished. Now for a little time off, see you in theaters in March. Awesome. So this is not one of those where they are editing and trying to get stuff done until the very last second. It is done, and it will be in theaters in March. Oh, I'm so excited. But you know why it's done right now. Why is that? You remember the uh, the original release date? It was supposed to... Oh, that's right, because they were going to have it released here around Christmas, weren't they? They were. Yeah. So, everything is done uh, in time for its original release date, but they've been pushing everything back to try to make sure you know their schedule fits all together and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, March is when this movie will drop. That's right, because we're getting Aquaman 2 in December, right? I believe so. I, like I, that. It was, yeah. The whole release schedule has just been completely messed around, so I don't know officially offhand which movies are coming out when. Gotcha, okay. You know who probably does know, though? Who's that? The new heads of the DC Studios. Okay. <laughs> who would be uh, Peter Safran and James Gunn. Ooh. So basically they will be the Kevin Feige's of DC I like it. Okay. And they will be the heads of uh, film, TV, and animation. Perfect. Okay. So they're they're the ones that are going to be kind of crafting stories across the DC universe. Uh, basically, if they end up having any sort of combined universe again. Yeah. So they, they will kind of try to keep everything coherent, I guess. Or to be okay. like, hey, you know, this movie is coming out, but it's not part of the the universe of things it's its own mm-hmm. you know standalone gotcha okay like the batman or joker folia do yeah yes joker folia do <laughs> you know you know what would be really uh what would be i think a, a really good fantastic casting for joker folia do what is that or who is that shia labeouf I really 
really hope so he good. never listens to this podcast. I am not gonna lie. <laughs> if he would, he he would give it a standing applause. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, like that's the thing. I I really enjoy a lot of his movies. Oh, me too. Right. I just can never pronounce his name because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be like, oh, it's Shia LaBeouf, even though it's more like Shia LaBeouf or something like that. I don't know. Right. <laughs> you know. He's heard it all by now, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so James Gunn and Peter Safran. Um, James Gunn is going to kind of be over spearheading all of the like visual stuff. you know. Mm-hmm. And then Peter Safran is going to be more of the business side of things. Uh, but he's done a lot on a lot of the DC stuff already. Like okay. uh, kind of producing, managing, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So should be hopefully in some good hands. I like it. Well, James Gunn, I mean, he's just fantastic. We've seen what he can do with Guardians. Mm-hmm. We've seen what he can do with Suicide Squad. I mean... Exactly. And Peacemaker. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so Kevin Feige basically had said as well, well, he has some stuff to finish up before, like, May or something like that. But other than that, we wish him the the best of luck to, you know, head the studio, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, James Gunn will get it done. He'll be good absolutely absolutely because oh yeah because he has the holiday special coming up he does he did all of the stuff for the uh cosmic rewind coaster uh, in epcot because mm-hmm. that's guardians of the galaxy right and then uh he did guardians 3 as well or he's doing guardians 3 as well mm-hmm. so yeah just one or two or seven things you know Jeez. he's a busy man uh yeah yeah, might need uh, some some time dilation in the uh, quantum realm to make it all work. <laughs> exact, exactly. <laughs> Which brings us to Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Ooh, okay. Apparently, we have a late joining cast member. Ooh, who's that? William Jackson Harper. Uh, why does that name sound familiar? Uh, let's just say if you've ever watched The Good Place. And ha- and okay. know of uh, Chidi Anagonier, that okay. is that is uh, William Jackson Harper. Okay, uh, I can honestly I've only seen like a couple episodes of A Good Place, and he, the name sounds familiar, but I can't put a face to it. the The main cast member besides Kristen Bell, like of the Dead People, the guy who's really into like philosophy. Ah, okay, gotcha. Yes. So he he was great in The Good Place. I cannot wait to see what he does with ant-man and the wasp i mean Mm -hmm. i'm guessing it's going to be just a smaller part right uh but we'll have to see how it goes sounds good to me i i i mean (laughs) you are obviously more 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 excited about it than i am since you've watched a good place in its entirety i'm sure i have and if you haven't you should it's pretty darn good and they they went out on their own terms too which is mm-hmm. crazy for a TV show. Oh, exactly. Right. Um, and it wasn't like... It didn't go like 27 seasons either. I think it was like three seasons total. Mm-hmm. And it was it was pretty great. It was pretty great. Or I guess it was, you know, pretty good. Ha, 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 ha. Ha. That joke was just sweet as honey. <laughs> okay. Oh, bother. Oh, bother. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Winnie the Pooh characters, we were talking about this before, but Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, the horror <laughs> movie. 
<laughs> that has Winnie the Pooh characters since they went into the public domain. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, we'll be getting somewhat of a theatrical release here in the United States. Perfect. Uh, but that will be that will be through uh, Fathom Events. Awesome. Okay. So uh, we'll have to see how that uh, how that goes along. I will let you know how it is when I watch it. <laughs> I know you will not. <laughs> so it looks like it'll be like a one day kind of event. Okay. February 15th. Really? The day after Valentine's Day, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So we'll have to, we'll have to see how, how you like the, the six foot poo and his sidekick piglet when they go on a murderous rampage through the hundred <laughs> acre wood after being left to fend for themselves by Christopher Robin and going <laughs> feral. <laughs> Uh, this movie is going to either be really bad or just ridiculously awesome. Or both. It's fi- Or both. It, I, it's 50-50 at this point, <laughs> but I'm so excited. <laughs> you just can't hide it? Exactly. Are you about to lose control? And I think I like it. Alright. Uh, well, you know who uh, sometimes, you know who else sometimes loses control? Who's that? That'd be Venom. <gasps> he does. He does. And there is a Venom 3 on the way. Yes. We are killing the segues today. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> so Venom 3 is on the way, and it looks like they actually have their director as well. Okay. And so this is going to be Kelly Marcel. Okay. Who uh, actually was a writer and a producer for the first two Venom movies. Oh, so they're giving her a crack to direct. Exactly. I like it. Okay. So let me let me just kind of see what else we've got going on here. Sweet. So let me just go through some of the written buys for Kelly Marcel. Okay. Do you remember the the, the uh, TV show Terra Nova? Uh, do I remember it? Yes. Did I watch it? No. Okay, so that's the one where the where the family from twenty one forty nine goes back eighty five million years to a prehistoric Earth, where they join Terra Nova, a colony of humans, with a second chance to build civilization. Huh. Uh, she wrote and I guess created that as well. Okay, nice. Uh, wrote Saving Mr. Banks. Good movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wrote the screenplay for uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. And then wrote the screenplay for Venom, the screenplay and story for Venom, Let There Be Carnage, the story for Cruella. Oh, okay. And now, apparently also wrote Venom 3. Very nice. Yeah. Interesting. I know you hold Cruella in high regard, so... That was a lot better than I was expecting it to be. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, a lot better. Well, good. I was surprised. It gave me a surprise. A surprise, (laughs) if you will. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> it could have been a uh, super ease as well. <laughs> oh my. You like that one? That was great. <laughs> so, I don't really have it in here because I forgot to link it, but we do know that a, a certain a certain Superman... Mm-hmm. To go with the super ease. <laughs> Get it? Uh, no. Um, that a certain Superman will be back in action in the DC universe. Yes. 
So Henry Cavill has apparently basically said that he's or going to be staying as Superman in mm-hmm. the DC universe. Right, right. Uh, but that also means that he is no longer The Witcher for Netflix. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's more of a TV thing anyway. So we weren't really going to, I wasn't really going to talk about it. Right. But uh, yeah, there was a whole uproar about that because apparently Liam Hemsworth is taking over. Uh, mm-hmm. But apparently Henry Cavill was not too happy with the writers and producers of The Witcher on Netflix because okay. they were straying from the source material and he wanted it to be very faithful to the source material. And they were yeah, also... He is super, yeah, yeah, he is super, super nerdy. So he's... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but apparently they were like basically making fun of the source material in the writer's room as well. Oh, really? Oh. So he was he was uh, none too happy with the way things were turning out. Okay. So he he is out as the Witcher. Uh, he is in as Superman again, and apparently he is also in uh, for a the new Guy Ritchie movie, The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, which is an amazing title. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but uh, he better have arm shotguns again. <laughs> I was thinking more uh, Man from Uncle. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which is where the Englishman had an American accent, Mm -hmm. uh, the American had a Russian accent, and the Swede has an English accent. Okay. That's solid. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other Brit has a British accent. Oh, of course. I mean, why not? (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so so Henry Cavill has joined in for the Guy Ritchie slash... Jerry Bruckheimer, uh, the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, which apparently was inspired by real events. Oh, really? Okay. Very interesting. Yes. So basically, it's about uh, Winston Churchill and James Bond scribe Ian Fleming's secret World War II combat organization. Oh. Yes. Uh, where this is just kind of just reading a little bit here. The clandestine squad's unconventional and entirely entirely ungentlemanly fighting techniques against the Nazis helped change the course of the war and in part gave birth to the modern black ops unit. Huh. Interesting. Kind of reminds me of uh, Inglorious Bastards a little bit. A little bit. I'm sure with less violence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe just a little bit. We'll see. (laughs) But hey, I'll still watch it. Oh, and the very last line of this article? Yeah. Richie and Cavill previously worked together on the man from uncle mm-hmm. <laughs> for the for the uncultured swines no <laughs> no man from uncle is a great movie i love that movie it, it, sh- um, it is it's fantastic <clears throat> uh so we've got that movie coming out we have some more casting news as well for other other movies okay like uh the fall guy which okay uh, has Ryan Gosling in it, mm-hmm. and it's Universal's big screen take on the 1980s adventure television series. Apparently, okay. we have two new people joining in. Ooh, okay. And that will be Aaron Taylor Johnson and okay. uh, Stephanie Sue. Okay. So Stephanie Sue was in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. She played the daughter. Okay. And then you know Aaron Taylor Johnson has been in one or two decent sized movies you know give or take 
Yeah, give or take. Uh, we'll see. He certainly kicked it. He, he certainly kicked ass, though. Ah, uh, ah. Yeah, I mean, he had he had a he had a pretty quick cameo in a, in another movie too. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> uh, you you could say his uh his one scene got a silver medal. Ha 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 ha. but yes. So basically, uh, the Fall Guy, Aaron Taylor Johnson will be playing a movie star, and then Ryan Gosling will be playing uh a battered past his prime stuntman who is doubling for Aaron Taylor Johnson's movie star. Okay, interesting. And then uh, it should be should be pretty fun, but like I said, it's based off of a TV show from the eighties. Okay. Very early eighties, eighty one through eighty six. Uh, the Fall Guy. It should be fun. We'll see how it all goes. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never heard heard of this show before, but it makes sense why I wouldn't, considering I was uh, one when it ended. So. Uh, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, oh, I do apologize. I completely just skipped over this part. Emily Blunt is in it as well, as has already Ooh. been cast in it. Ooh, Emily Blunt. Yep, so Emily Blunt, Ryan Gosling, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and uh, Stephanie Sue. That is a stacked cast. It'll be... I think it'll be pretty good. I hope so. We'll have to see how it all goes. Yes. Uh, but speaking of casting, we have another movie where because of uh timing scheduling conflicts mm-hmm. alec baldwin had to leave the movie chief of station that he was going to be oh. doing and so okay. they had to recast the lead role and apparently mm-hmm. aaron eckhart is now going to be the lead role in that movie interesting okay and so basically uh, with this movie, it looks like kind of a, a, a synopsis of it is after learning that the death of his wife was not an accident, a former CIA station chief, played by Aaron Eckhart now, is forced back into the espionage underworld, teaming with his protege, uh, who is played by Alex uh, Pettifer, adversaries, and a rogue agent, played by Olga Kirilenko, to unravel a conspiracy that challenges everything he thought he knew. Ooh. And uh, the director of this... Uh, Jesse V. Johnson basically said that he is thrilled, or yeah, they are thrilled to collaborate with Aaron Eckhart. He had me at thank you for smoking. He's an ideal fit for the a role that will test his prowess on so many levels. <laughs> so, I mean, somebody talking about thank you for smoking is just have you have you watched that movie? I have. It, it is an underrated movie. It that really people is. People should see it. It is so good. <laughs> like. You want to hate Aaron Eckhart's character, mm-hmm. but you can't. <laughs> oh, I know, yeah. And also, I love the group of of people that he goes out with, like mm. his uh, the group of uh, other uh, what's it called? Um, it's like the like other lobbyists of things, like gun control and all. Oh, this right, and that. right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I. That is, that is a movie I haven't watched in a while. I need to watch that one again. Me too. It's been a, it's been since I saw it in theaters, honestly. 17 years ago. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 2005. <laughs> oh wow, okay. Which 
this movie came out before The Dark Knight. It sure did. Which I think, if I remember correctly, this one... I don't know. This one This one might have put him on a lot more people's radar. Mm-hmm. Just because... I, I, the only reason I say that is, you know, he was in uh, Aaron Brockovich in 2000. Right. Uh, and then he was in The Core in 2003. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yep. Right. Right. And then it was really kind of going into Thank You for Smoking. Uh, he was in The Black Dahlia, The Wicker Man as Truck Stop Patron. You know, mm-hmm. such a very, very high quality role. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, coming up to 2008 when he was in The Dark Knight as Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. Where is Harvey Dent? Great movie. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, but yes, it should be pretty fun to see how this all goes. I look forward to it. And then, uh, why does that name sound familiar, though? Sorry, uh, I'm looking at Alex Pettifer. Oh, um, he was in uh, Jump... No, not Jumper. Um, Alex Pettifer, that would have been... I Am... No, no is it I yeah. Am Number 4? He is John in I Am Number 4. Okay. He is Adam in Magic Mike. Yep. He was Jerry in Elvis and Nixon. Okay. Uh, and then... Yeah, just kind of all over the place, looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yes, so that right there actually is the last of our movie news for the week. Aw, okay. I know, right? Sad day. But you know what that means. It's time to get into the Christmas spirit. Almost, because we still have Thanksgiving, and we still we need do. people to visit us at Facebook. We're at Facebook.com slash Movies Are A Thing. We also on Twitter and Instagram at Movies Are A Thing. No space dash or slash anything like that. At Movies Are A Thing. Come on by and say Hi. <laughs> That was great. Thank you for that. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> so, uh, getting into our trailers mm-hmm. that we have for this week, the first one that we have is uh, Christmas Story Christmas, where we had the teaser last week, and now we have the full trailer this week. Mm-hmm. <sighs> they have a lot of the old cast back. They do. Um, I was honestly pleasantly surprised. I didn't know where they were going to go with the story, and I'm kind of glad with that they're going the way they're doing. So, you know what I... Okay, so I just looked up IMDb. Okay. Uh, let me just double-check one thing here quick. So, Zach Ward, mm-hmm. who played uh, Scott Farkas in the original yes. one, you know, the, the kid with the braces that was the bully, yep. mm-hmm. uh, he is back for A Christmas Story Christmas as Officer Scott Farkas awesome (laughs) uh and then scott schwartz is flick which he was yeah i mean like they're they're bringing back a lot of the original cast i'm guessing that the mom wouldn't be around anymore which is why she's different who was mom in a christmas story melinda dillon Hmm, okay I mean, she's still alive, but she hasn't oh, done anything okay. since 2007. Okay. wonder if she just didn't want to do it. That could be. It's possible. I mean, she might just be fully retired from, from acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so they now they... Wait. They must be using some... Uh, wait, hold on. No, I take that back. I'm just being stupid. Don't listen to me. Uh, but yeah, Julie Haggerty is the new uh, Mrs mrs parker mother parker i guess mm-hmm. uh but she if you 
don't know who that is. She was Elaine in Airplane. Yes. <laughs> which is another fantastic movie. It sure is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. Apparently that was like her first acting gig. Really? Okay. Was Airplane. Well, she killed it. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Just that like soft spoke. I love that, that soft spoken voice of hers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, basically everybody's back. They're back at the, at the old house to, uh, kind of bring back the Christmas spirit. Uh, mm-hmm. it looks like, well, Ralphie goes to the bar where, who is it? Is it Flick that's the bartender? I believe so. Yes. Uh, and he's there with, uh, Schwartz or RD Rob who plays Schwartz and they're just trying to make it through Christmas. Yeah, it seems like the old man has passed away and that yes. he's coming back to kind of, you know, maybe re- like reconcile things or, you know, help right. his mom out. And then, right. and then they're like, oh, well, Christmas is coming up. Let's get... <laughs> right. And then uh, it looks like they, they do a couple different things. Like they go to the mall for Santa and mm-hmm. don't let the elf kick you in the face. Yep. And she's like, what? <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> uh and then the triple dog dare is back it sure is <laughs> oh i got him on this one <laughs> and uh peter billingsley he still has that like that that snarky grin he had a, as a kid oh absolutely absolutely although uh he mm. If you look at his IMDb picture and then you watch the trailer, it almost looks like two separate people. Right. <laughs> uh, and I guess, honestly, like if you if you look at or if you watch, uh, what was it? Iron Man or if you watch Spider-Man Far From Home, mm-hmm. uh, he does not look like his IMDb picture <laughs> very much at all. Right. <laughs> uh, but like this movie, honestly... For a straight-to-streaming HBO Max movie, I'm kind of excited for this one. I am too, and I didn't think I was going to be. Right, right. So you surprised me, HBO Max. You surprised me. (laughs) That's not what I wanted. Uh, November 17th, by the way. Okay, so just a little bit before Thanksgiving. Yeah, so, you know, two weeks away. Yep. Uh, But that that actually goes ahead and brings us to our next trailer. (laughs) Which takes us from the enchantment of Christmas to the disenchantment of Disenchanted. This looks so good. I'm so ready. <laughs> so this is a sequel to Enchanted mm-hmm. that we've talked we talked about this one before. Uh, but they released a new a new uh, trailer. This one releases November 18th on Disney Plus, and we get a little bit more of the story where mm-hmm. uh, where. Uh, Giselle and uh, what's his face? Peter De- uh, Patrick Dempsey. There we go. Yep, yep, yep. So Amy Adams <laughs> and Patrick Dempsey are back. Uh, they move to the suburbs. And mm-hmm. I think we've gone over this before. Uh, basically, they try to, they're trying to adjust to suburban life. And uh, Amy Adams, Giselle, gets a magic wand from James Marsden and Adina Denzel. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> 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 oh john travolta you're gonna be most famous for that <laughs> uh, apparently apparently uh uh but yeah and Dean, Dina menzel uh and 
James Marsden, you know, they come back from Arendelle? Oh, uh, what is some like that? Andalasia. Yeah. Arendelle Andalasia, is frozen, yeah. sorry. Yep. Andalasia. And give uh, give them a magic wand. Mm-hmm. Amy Adams starts using that, and all of a sudden, their new town becomes a magical place. Mm-hmm. Which comes with some rules mm-hmm. that are on a scroll. <laughs> Did you hear the voice of the scroll? Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't catch up who it was. Did it sound like King Candy from Wreck It Ralph? A little bit, yeah. Now that you say it. So it's rumored, but when I first heard it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely him, Alan Tudyk. Oh, I love it. Like it. It definitely sounds like Alan Tudyk as uh, King Candy slash uh, Duke Weaselton, uh, mm-hmm. and you know the Duke of Wesselton, and <laughs> and hey hey, uh, <laughs> and the toucan from uh, Encanto. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, uh, so this movie looks amazing as well. A lot of good streaming stuff the next couple of weeks here. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how this all goes. It is uh, well. I I know you and I have spoken the praises of the first one mm-hmm. and how we're just excited about this about this sequel. And I'm happy to say that I think this is going to live up to it. I do believe you are right. But I mean, we still have to see it to be sure. But uh, I'm I'm thinking it will be. Absolutely, absolutely. How does she know that you love her? How do you show her you love her? How are you How doing? How does that? she know that you really, really, truly love her? How does she know how, that you love her? How do you know these? How do you know the notes? <laughs> What's going on? How does she know that you really, really? Yes. There it goes. Okay. Sorry. So true. So true story. Before we started the podcast, I listened to that song. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, I'm getting excited. Uh. So yeah. Uh, uh, basically, it looks like in it next. Not. Is it next week? No, it's not next week. It's the week after. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be some some pretty great, you know, family friendly slash, you know, just funny stuff in general uh, coming on to stream. Right, definitely. Which we'll talk about at that point in time. Yes. Yes. Uh, going to our next trailer though, which is the Eternal Daughter. This looks so weird. Yes. So this one is an A twenty four movie. Mm hmm. So Travis, you go ahead and have fun with this one. <laughs> Uh, it is it is a ghost story, uh, which seems vi- like weird. Exp- okay, so it stars Tilda Swinton and 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 Tilda Swinton. Yep, yep. <laughs> so she's playing two parts, if not more. Um, it I wasn't entirely sure on how to say what the plot is because I'm not entirely sure. But it, it it just looks weird, and I'm kind of intrigued to see it. Uh, obviously, it's like an art house horror movie, since it's from A24. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd say if, uh, if you like that kind of stuff, to maybe check it out. Right. So this one is written and directed by Joanna Hogg, mm-hmm. who uh, also directed The Souvenir and The Souvenir Part 2. 
I know we've okay. talked about those before. I remember talking about those, yeah. Uh, but So the Eternal Daughter, basically it says, in this ghost story from acclaimed filmmaker Joanna Hogg, a middle-aged daughter and her elderly mother must confront long-buried secrets when they return to their family, former family home, a once grand manor that has become a nearly vacant hotel brimming with mystery. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, and uh, the dog whose apparently name or whose name is apparently uh, Lewis. Okay. Is played by Lewis the dog. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> How fitting. Right. When you watched the trailer for this, did you get vibes that Tilda Swinton looked like uh, the Ice Queen from uh, War- The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Yeah. Uh. A little bit. Obviously, without that cold heart, but... I mean, Tilda Swinton did play the White Witch and the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. She did, yes. So, I I feel like basically just giving her white hair kind of puts her back into that, I guess. Okay, okay. I guess I really didn't think about that, but that makes sense. But I, I think I got more... So, from the, the, from the mother character, mm-hmm. I got more grand budapest hotel oh yeah okay where she played uh a, an elderly character who dies uh <laughs> <laughs> it's wes anderson so it's whimsical um of course <laughs> uh, yes but uh so eternal daughter tilda swinton is playing two characters it's a ghost story they return to their former family home which is a mansion that is now basically a nearly vacant hotel Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, shenanigans ensue. They're trying to figure out some family secrets. Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, which leads us to our last trailer of the night. Okay. And this one is The Pale Blue Eye. Uh, and this is this is the one with Christian Bale and, uh, Harry Melling, I believe is his name. I Let me double check. Okay. Is it Harry or Henry? I can never remember. Harry Melling. Yep, Harry Harry Melling, the guy who played Dudley in the Harry Potter movies. Nice. Okay. Uh, he is playing Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, Christian Bale is playing a character called Augustus Landor. Gillian uh, Anderson is in it. Mm-hmm. Toby Jones is in it. Timothy Spall is in it. Uh, Robert Duvall is in it. I like it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so the I really couldn't tell much about what was going on from the trailer. Yeah, me neither. But reading some of the synopsis, a world-weary detective is hired to investigate the murder of a West Point cadet. Stymied by the cadet's code of silence, he enlists one of their own to help unravel the case, a young man the world would come to know as Edgar Allan Poe. Interesting. Okay. So Christian Bale would be playing a detective to try to figure out this murder uh, of a West Point cadet, which Mm kind of makes sense because the beginning of the trailer, they're all looking all around and... Somebody's like, we found a body over here. We found a body over here. Come over here. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, this one, it looks like is coming to Netflix, right? Uh, yes. yes. In January. Nice. So, uh, but this one, it looked, it looked sufficiently creepy. Mm-hmm. As to what you would expect for uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Yep, exactly, exactly. And then we've got, like I said, Christian Bale... Uh, Harry Melling mm-hmm. should be fun. Should be a good time. But that go Quote ahead. The Raven. <laughs> Travis, 
Yes. Nevermore. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Historical <laughs> pun. Um, actually, where do I have it? I have it somewhere around here. I literally just saw it earlier today. I have right here. I don't know if you can hear that or not. There we go. A book uh-huh. that has the title of... <clears throat> let me just... Uh, gotta, gotta kind of move it back and forth to get it in focus here, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tales and Poems of Edgar Allan Poe. Ooh, look at you. I know, I try. And so, if I were to be like... <clears throat> Helen, thy beauty is to me... Like those Nicene barks of yore, that gently o'er a perfumed sea, the weary, wayworn wanderer bore to his own native shore. On desperate seas long wont to roam, the hyacinth hair, thy classic face, thy naiad hairs, airs have brought me home to the glory that was Greece and the grandeur that was Rome. Lo, in yon brilliant window niche, how statue-like I see thee stand, the agate lamp within thy hand. Ah, Psyche, from the regions which are holy land. Ah. <laughs> it was like I was there. <laughs> Ooh, the telltale heart. Quote the rain. Nevermore. 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 I went to Juilliard. <laughs> Oh, okay. Bring it back to, <sighs> to Alan Tudyk. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so going to our... <laughs> after, we ha- after we had our, our Poe segue. Right. <laughs> our Poe tangent. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, it's like I could hear the book just beating beneath the floorboards. Um. Uh, so... The first movie that is premiering this week, since we're going into the movies that are premiering this week now, the first one that we have is Armageddon Time. This one is rated R and will be in theaters. Uh, Armageddon Time is a deeply personal coming-of-age story about the strength of family and the generational pursuit of the American dream. IMDb has this one at a 6.9 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 78% and Metacritic is sitting at a 75. This looks good. Um, it's definitely Oscar bait. Very much so, yes. But, I mean, it, if it's done correctly, I mean, which it look, I mean, Anthony Hopkins, I can't, you can't go wrong with Anthony Hopkins. Right, right. And, of course, Anne Hathaway, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Love Jeremy Strong. Exactly, exactly. It's going, it's going to be a very heavy, a very heavy story, but, uh, but not as heavy as Till. I wouldn't think. Right, right. Um, yeah, so basically, I mean, this one is is a period piece. Mm-hmm. Because um, it takes place right as Reagan is being elected into, pre- into his presidency, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um, but basically, it looks like it has to do... I mean, it, it'll touch on a bunch of different topics, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, race definitely being one of them, religion... Uh, just kind of the whole like at like Anthony Hopkins said, 
you know, why did you, or when he was asked, you know, why did you, why did your mom leave that place? Because they wanted to kill her, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, it's it's definitely going to be a lot more dramatic. Oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, but we'll have to we'll have to see how it all how it all goes. Yeah, definitely. Huh. Okay. Uh, which leads us to our next movie that's premiering this week, and that is the minute you wake up dead, which is rated R, and this will be a limited release, and then on uh, video on demand and digital. Okay. After a shady small town stockbroker begins dating a shy waitress, a shocking murder takes place, and one of them may be responsible. As word spreads that there's money behind the killing, every criminal in town wants their share of the cash. One shocking plot twist follows another, and a bloody showdown leads to a mind-blowing finale. IMDb Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. So I feel like with that and the trailer that I watched, at least... Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of spoiled a lot of the movie. Uh, yeah, very much so. Uh, and that's very bad considering it. It's it's starring Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman and Jamie Alexander and Cole Hauser. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, yeah, Cole Hauser and Jamie Alexander not necessarily the the star pole that Morgan Freeman has. Right. But not slouches either. Exactly right. So, uh, I mean, Cole Hauser basically plays a stockbroker mm-hmm. uh, who moves to a small town. He's this—he's the shady small town stockbroker who begins dating the shy waitress played by Jamie Alexander. Okay. Um, and then Morgan Freeman plays the sheriff trying to figure out what happened with this random... A, with the shocking murder that takes place. Right. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to... I would suggest not watching any trailers... If you want, if if the synopsis sounded good, I would suggest not watching any trailers, because like I said, it seems like they gave away a lot of the story plots. Uh, yeah, very much so. And also, too, do you? I mean, is it a little weird to you that Morgan Freeman is starring in a limited video on demand digital release? Kind of, not really. Okay. I mean, like there there are sometimes where like even huge name actors will do a movie that doesn't necessarily get the full theatrical release um you know that is more kind of a a streaming thing or you know we'll have the limited release like this one does Mm -hmm. but then we'll go on to be in other you know major motion pictures as well Mm -hmm. you know as this this is like almost kind of almost kind of a side project but instead of being a side project it's just a a small indie film that they wanted to take part of because they either liked the like the the script or got a really good deal for it right well i mean i want to check it out i mean i think it looks decent enough i mean i'll watch anything morgan freeman's in <laughs> but not jamie alexander oh i love jamie alexander <laughs> gotta love lady sif of course and cole hauser i mean he's pretty awesome too yeah, because he was in, uh, we were talking about it earlier, uh, Freaks and Geeks and mm-hmm. Yosemite, or Yellowstone, sorry, not yet, not Yosemite, yep. the other Y yes. National Park. Because um, <laughs> you said he's in Yellowstone. Mm-hmm, yep, because I just started watching that series. So. And it wasn't Freaks and Geeks, it was Dazed and Confused. That's it, yeah. It was the other three, three word with an and in the middle. <laughs> I was trying to picture, because I, I love Dazed and Confused, I was trying to picture 
him in it, and I couldn't really do it, but I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it so I could find it. I think he's more in like the the bully group, I guess I would say. Okay. Uh, but then, it, from the from the stills that I've seen, he's the one that's constantly wearing like the the white shirt with the blue sleeves. Okay. And like full red hair. Uh okay. Like like well like curly curly red hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it because I I now that sounds familiar, but now I'm just not sure. So I have to, yeah, I'll have to go back and rewatch it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, well, that uh, brings us to our next movie, okay. which is Weird, the Al Yankovic story, the one we've been waiting for. <laughs> uh, this one, I actually did not find a rating for. Okay. But it's going to be on the Roku channel, which kind of, I guess, makes sense why we don't see any rating for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one as we've talked about before, is Daniel Radcliffe is Weird Al Yankovic in an unex- unexaggerated true story about the greatest musician and sex symbol of our time, which like we've That's talked so about before <laughs> like we've talked about before, this, this, is, this is literally a Weird Al parody of the, the biopic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, basically like they always try to make the the lead of the biopic like the the greatest musician and sex symbol of our time you know kind of thing right. so well, they're just they're I just mean, leaning into yeah, that it, it it makes so much sense now that you think about it i mean weird al makes parody of songs so if they were going to make a parody on weird al's life they should you know do it the way that they're doing it mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. that's just so amazing that's awesome <laughs> um <laughs> So I was looking at this, mm-hmm. at who all is is in it. Okay. And I know, well, obviously we have Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al, mm-hmm. Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna, mm-hmm. Jack Black is in it, uh, Patton Oswalt is in it, Weird Al himself is in it as Tony Scotty, awesome. uh, <laughs> Rain Wilson is in it, mm-hmm. Will Forte is there as well. Amazing. Okay. Uh, Spencer Treat Clark is in there too. Okay. Uh, do you know who that is? Uh, I do. I mean, off of the name, no, I don't. Uh, let's just say Unbreakable and Glass. Okay. Uh, Gladiator, Mystic River, Last House on the Left. Uh, the remake, I'm guessing, of Last House on the Left? Yeah. Yeah, okay. the 2009. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so he was he was Lucius in Gladiator. He was the, the son in Unbreakable and Glass. <gasps> oh, I love it. Okay. And he is in Weird, the Al Yankovic story, as Steve J. That's amazing. Okay. So I, I was watching some stuff about Unbreakable and Glass and Split and all of that uh, this weekend here, too. So that's why, mm-hmm. like, I saw the name. I'm like, that name looks familiar. <gasps> <laughs> that was basically my reaction. Gotcha. I love it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is, this is going to be, I feel like this is going to be an amazing movie. I can't wait. Do you have Roku already downloaded, ready to go? Uh, we have a Roku soundbar. Thank you very much. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Mr. Fancy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to watch Weird, the Ali Yankovic story. I cannot wait either. It is going to be a weird good time. Exactly. Which brings us to our next movie, which is The Estate. 
It's going to be rated R, and it will have a limited release here for right now. Two sisters attempt to win over their terminally ill, difficult-to-please aunt in hopes of becoming the beneficiaries of her wealthy estate, only to find the rest of the greedy family members have the same idea. IMDb has this one at a 7.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. Okay. Hmm. And so this is the one with uh, Anna Ferris and Tony Collette and uh, Kathleen Turner, David Duchovny, Ron Livingston. Eh, eh, there, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. This, <laughs> it, like, I want to watch this, but then yet I don't want to watch this. Yes. I feel like <laughs> there will be very much cringe. Oh, very cringe. And I will, I will not be able to handle that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is going to be very interesting. But I feel like David Duchovny is going to be the highlight of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, he is definitely going to be a very, very big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, or a very big part of the comedy portion of it. Right. Actually, I think actually let me let me double check one thing here quick. Oh, okay. As of recording this, happy fiftieth to Tony Collette. Oh, happy birthday, Tony. Born November first in Sydney, Australia. Oh, Australia. Is, there a shri- is there a shrimp on her barbie? Wow. <laughs> How rude, Travis. <laughs> How do we get cancelled in Australia? Well Right. <laughs> uh but yeah, as a recording, happy uh, happy fiftieth, Tony. Well, happy happy birthday. You rock. You right. Um, but yes, it should be it should be a lot of fun. Uh, like I said before, though, I really hope Ron Ron Livingston's character is named Peter. That would be amazing. <laughs> it would be. Just have David Duchovny come in. Hey, Peter. <sighs> What's happening? <laughs> Uh, I don't think he, he could get that deadpan de- delivery though. That uh, what's his face got from that? It it would be Duchovny eyes, right? Right. Or Duchovny, however you want to say it. Uh, yeah. You just got Duchovnyed. What? <laughs> so, uh, I'm probably gonna be skipping this one. Not gonna lie, it looks funny. If you can handle like a lot of very kind of crass, cringe cr- comedy. Crass cringe mm-hmm. comedy. There we go. Um, Travis, do you think you might be able to w- or watch it? Uh, I maybe at some point, but like definitely not going to a theater to see it. But if it shows up on streaming, I'll check it out. Very nice. Okay. Well, that uh, actually brings us to our last movie of the night, and that is Enola Holmes Two, which is rated PG thirteen and will be coming to Netflix. Fresh off the triumph of solving her first case, Enola Holmes follows the footsteps of her famous brother, Sherlock, and opens her own agency, only to find that life as a female detective for hire isn't as easy as it seems. Resigned to accepting the cold realities of adulthood, she is about to close shop when a penniless matchstick girl offers Enola her first official job to find her missing sister. But this case proves to be far more puzzling than expected, as Enola is thrown into a dangerous new world from London's sinister factories and colorful music halls to the highest echelons of society and 221B Baker Street itself. As the sparks of a deadly conspiracy ignite, Enola must call upon the help of friends and Sherlock himself to unravel her mystery. The game, it seems, has found its feet again. Uh, IMDb has this one at a 6.9 out of 10. 
Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 92%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 58 Millie Bobby Brown is back mm-hmm. as Enola Holmes. Sure is. Henry Cavill is back as Sherlock Holmes. Sure is. Helena Bottom Carter is here as Eudoria Holmes. I'm guessing their mom. Nice. Uh, David Thules is Thulis. There we go. Is in here as well. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I think we were we were talking about Susan Wacoma last time as well because we had the trailer like what last week. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, we've been talking about it for for a while, I believe, because I know we had that teaser trailer come out, and then we had the full trailer come out just what like a couple weeks ago, like we were saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I said, it looks funny. I would just have to watch the first one first. Me too. Great cast, but we just have to watch the first one before we see two. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, sorry. One second. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, this one, this one's definitely going to be a, if I can, if I can catch up and then watch it. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Me too. Um, I've got weirder things to fry this weekend. What? I've got weirder things to fry this week as in weird Al. (laughs) (sighs) All right. (laughs) So that's the last of our movies for the week. Yes, sir. (laughs) Travis. Yes. Well, I know which one is your number one. Uh-huh. What other kind of order are we looking at? Uh, well, Weird Al for one, for sure. Mm-hmm. Two would be Armageddon Time. Okay. Okay. Three would be The Estate. Gotcha. Four, four would be Enola Holmes. Okay. And five would be The Minute You Wake Up Dead. Okay. Okay. That's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. I gotcha. I, I would have thought that you would have had The Minute You Wake Up Dead uh, a little higher, but... Oh, really? Okay. I mean, it's, it's your list, you know, and I'm just... <laughs> it's your list, yeah. I'm just listening to it. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. Yeah. I'm definitely listening here. What? No, I... <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I knew you never listened to me. That's fine. No, huh? that's cool. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? But that is that is our our no more movies. There are no more that's movies ever. Sorry. What? That's I sorry. That's our, I was well, that's our podcast. Uh, yeah. Bleep 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 bleep. That's all, folks. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Travis, do you have anything else you would like to say? I do not. All right. Well then. Make sure you visit us at Facebook or Facebook.com slash movies are a thing. We also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are a thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that. At movies are a thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are a thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we have that over there. Stumbled over my words a little bit there. But it's Travis, okay, man. <laughs> yes. I do believe it is about that time. Here it comes. Cue the outro. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. My mug is empty. I need to go to my water bottle.
cool. That was a, uh, I wouldn't say high quality, but it was some H two O. Okay. <laughs> some high quality H two O. That's right. The, the, how did I go from that to office space? I went from that's some high quality H two O to. I believe you have a, I believe you have a I, I was I was told I was told I could listen to the radio at a reasonable volume. Well, I mean, Ron Livingston is in a movie we're we're going to be talking about, so it kind of makes I, sense. I was, I was I was told I could I could listen to my radio at a, at a reasonable volume, so I have my radio at a reasonable volume. And now, you, now you're trying to tell me that I can't have my radio playing with the with the music. Didn't have a margarita. No salt. No salt. I, I asked for no salt. No salt. I can bring the plate down. <laughs> After that, uh, oh, one second here, actually. Me, that. Because I am definitely on the ball and uh, have everything right up here, ready to go. The magic of editing. Woot woot. Woot woot. It will be that. Shut up, phone. Hello, God. <laughs> yes, wind chimes. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, shush. My computer just beeped at me. Uh, and, uh, I can never remember where she's from. Sorry, one second here. It keeps on changing on me. If I had a dollar for every time you said just one second. <laughs> You'd be a millionaire. I would be. <laughs> just a second. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's another one you'd have a million dollars for. <laughs> That's so true. You love her. How does she know he's uh, IMDb has this one at a 6.9 out of nice. 10. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Some days. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, do people actually listen to us, or are we just doing this for ourselves? <laughs> I mean, I'm just doing it for myself, but apparently yeah, other right. people are actually listening, so. Right. I should probably get going, though. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you being here. No problem. Glad to be here. You have yourself a good night. A uh, yoto. All right. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye now. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>